The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Andy O'Donoghue is here with us for Tech Thursday. Andy, we're going to stay away from TV at the moment, but we're going to focus on gaming this week. Ian, you know, the gaming statistics are absolutely amazing. It is estimated there are about 3.1 billion people in the world who are considered active gamers, and that will grow to about 3.3 billion next year. And they drive an economy. The gaming economy is worth almost $220 billion globally. And it's amazing. I mean, 62% of people install a game on their phone within a week of owning it. And remarkably, uh, 58% of the games played are puzzle games. So there's a lot of really interesting business stats. But suffice to say, gaming is a big deal. And it's not a surprise because it is great fun. And it's not just for kids either. No, it's not just for kids. More than half of the active gamers um, are, are, well, I suppose rather than the the adults being active gamers, I can tell you only 8% of mobile gamers are teenagers. And so whether you play Wordle or Spelling Bee or one of those puzzle games, you get counted in the stats. But I suppose what what we don't realise or tend not to think is that gaming is a really big deal. Now, there are many people out there who are absolutely knowledgeable in this area, way more than me, and they are the people who know every single release that's coming down, they buy the latest games that are coming out, but there are people that just might want to dip their toes in it, Andy, and people who, perhaps I've got my phone here, I can open up the App Store now, what should I be downloading? Well, it's interesting, I presume, Ian, you don't have a gaming console at home, I'm making an assumption. A long I don't time think since I got rid of my <laughs> Nintendo Game Boy. Oh, okay, so, but m- many people have an iPhone, and if you're an iPhone user, you should try Apple Arcade for the mobile gaming experience. And Apple Arcade is brilliant. It's a gaming subscription service and it gives you unlimited access to a collection of over 200 premium games. And there's new releases, there's award winners. Uh, It costs $4.99 a month and that gets you access to the 200 game selection. And that's separate to the other games out there on on the App Store. It is exactly yeah. So so you you get to and and there are cl- kind of classics there like Crossy Road and Crossy Road Castle are there. And I, I must mention a fantastic iOS game I came across recently called Murder Mystery Machine. And there's also believe it or not there's a really fun one I came across called Assemble with Care, and it takes tasks as mundane as unpacking a suitcase and builds them into kind of challenge puzzle solving style games. Sounds mundane, but it's not. It's a lot of fun, and you can. Try it free for a month, and if you buy a new Apple device, be it a Mac or an iPhone or an iPad, you get three months free. Uh, so for four ninety nine a month, it is worth trying. It's you know it's a lot of fun, and I would say don't forget for anybody who's a Netflix subscriber, you get access to the Netflix games, and lots of people don't even know that's there. So you open up the Netflix app on your tablet or your phone, and there's a games tab on the bottom, and you get access to the Netflix games, and you know, they're pretty good. Too Hot to Handle is kind of a What's Love Island. St- yeah, it's kind of a Love Island style simulation game. And simulation games are really, really Steady on popular. now. It's still early in the day for that, Andy. <laughs> and, um, but there's also really good solitaire. There's some puzzle games. They're worth trying. And, you know, if you're fed up with Wordle and you have Netflix, why not give it a try? Now, let's move on to the more serious, dedicated gamers out there, because these are the consoles. And as I said, I would have been a Nintendo Game Boy fan back when I was a teenager, but they've moved on so much more since then. Well, they have. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned Nintendo, because Nintendo are one of the great 
at names in gaming. And right now, kind of the hot Nintendo console is the Nintendo Switch. Costs 365 euros. But of course, people, many of your listeners today will know that Nintendo, the home of Zelda. But this new Switch, it's a really, really nice device, Ian. And it has a seven inch, good size screen, but it's an OLED screen. So it's kind of a nice, uh, richer handheld play that you get. It can be docked and there's a LAN port with kind of one of those Ethernet ports so you can plug it into your router for more stable online play. Comes with 64 gigs of storage and, um, you know, it has really good audio. Now, there's a standard version of the Switch for about 300 euros, doesn't have the OLED screen. And if you're buying uh, if you're buying a Nintendo Switch, my favourite is FIFA 23 and it works brilliantly on the Nintendo Switch. I take it that you're constantly on it. I won't ask you uh, what, <laughs> how good you are. Let's move on to two big things and the actual the big console wars, which are for people who are pretty much serious gamers now. These are expensive machines but also these days so much better. They're not just the ones with, with you stick in the disc into it now. They're all internet connected. Yeah, that's right. And and so the, you know, the gaming war, there isn't really a console war. Sony PlayStation won the console war some time ago. In fact, you know, it's about two to one. Sony have about 70% market share. Microsoft have about 30% with the Xbox. About 560 million PlayStations have been sold. The PS5 is the current model. And like you say, I mean, this, this is really, I suppose it's a serious computer. Comes with a disc slot, but also the digital only version that you mentioned. And that's actually a little bit cheaper. So you download your games. So there's about 40 euros of a difference. Your uh, your PS5, you know, five, 500, 550 euros. But that comes with the DualSense controllers. And those DualSense controllers give you what's called haptic feedback. You know, that little bit of vibration in your hand as you play the games. But it has 4K capability with 120 frames a second of a uh, screen output. That means if you plug it into a 4K telly, you get incredibly immersive gaming and you know home of the big names Spider-Man Final Fantasy again FIFA but they are absolutely fabulous the other one as you says is Xbox and I, I think it's fair to say Dan that Xbox are also owned by Microsoft which are in the middle of a big gaming wars battle right now to buy the home of it, it is Activision they're trying to buy but before we get to that tell us what but the Xbox is out there well, I, I, and I suppose that does illustrate how important gaming is to Microsoft. Microsoft have done a tremendous job from when they introduced the Xbox to its current iteration. And there's now actually there's a there's a, a console called the Xbox Series S, which is really good value. And I think you know. More than five hundred euros is a lot for a console, um, for for a family, but. Try the Xbox Series S, perhaps. Good value, costs €299, and um, it's a really nice way of starting serious console gaming. If you want to throw yourself in, again, like the PlayStation, the Xbox Series X is the fastest Xbox ever. Starts at €500. Again, it has that 4K display, 125 frames a second, so you get that really great in-game quality. And, of course, with Microsoft, you have uh, the home of Halo and Call of Duty, and of course FIFA there as well and one thing I would say Ian is a little bit like what we were talking about with Netflix and Apple you can subscribe to an Xbox Game Pass and I think this is a really really good um, it's a good deal for Microsoft but also a, a great kind of long term revenue earner for them um, costs 10 euros a month for the PC but 12.99 gets you a Game Pass for PC console and cloud and so you get access to hundreds of games and there's even a 22 euro a month option for five different accounts for friends and family. So you're 
parents are likely to play different games to the kids. So it's a really nice idea. But I would say if you're kind of a gaming butterfly, and I am somewhat, subscription game passes really make sense. Whereas if you if you play one game, a lot of FIFA fans or say Halo perhaps, maybe then you just buy the game. But there are a lot of options um, to to reduce your kind of uh, your outlay initially. Andy O'Donoghue will have to leave it there. Stay with us. We'll be back with a five at five. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today is-